Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm coming to you solo, and I probably will be for the next week or so, but perhaps I will have some folks jump in to talk to me about some things. Grace will likely be out of town for the next couple of weeks dealing with a family situation. Of course, I personally am sending all of my love and thought to Grace and her entire family. If you are somebody who prays and does those things, um, we would ask that you send all your good thoughts down to her family in Georgia as well. But as you may know, I am in New York City. I got here on Sunday. I'm recording on Monday, obviously. And it has been a wonderful trip so far. I'm going to talk a little bit about my plans here in just a second. But starting today, Tuesday, I will be doing travelogue episodes for every day that I am here. So you can check those out over on Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Those will be on the mezzanine tier and above. I did not do one today for my first day in town because the first show that I went to was Gutenberg the Musical. It is not open yet, so I really wasn't able to talk about it. The second show I went to was Little Shop of Horrors which has been open for quite a while. Obviously, uh, it has new cast members with Corbin Blue and Constance Wu as Seymour and Audrey. I will talk about that. I'll do that on the first one. But since it wasn't a new show and I wasn't able to talk about Gutenberg, I didn't think it was necessary to do an entire standalone travelogue episode about Little Shop. But I will be talking about that. But I want to talk about everything that's happening on the theatrical calendar this week, and it is starting to get pretty packed as we will start to see more shows open on Broadway and some big name things off Broadway as well. We will start on Tuesday night with the show that I will actually be at because Merrily We Roll Along will officially have its press opening at the Hudson Theater on Tuesday. Now, they had their gala and opening night red carpet and all of those things on Sunday the 8th, but because of the erstwhile Columbus Day, now Indigenous People's Day holiday on Monday, they didn't want all of the reviews to kind of get swallowed up and lost in a not very busy news cycle, so they are waiting for all of those reviews to come out on Tuesday night. We, of course, will talk about all of those when they are announced. What's interesting is, is I bought tickets for October 10th before they'd even announced their actual opening night. They announced the beginning of previews, but didn't say when opening night was going to be. So I just kind of stumbled into what is now technically their opening night. I'm not sure if we're going to get playbills with the little opening night seal on it. I'd be very happy if we did, but I don't know if they held those for Sunday or not, but we will have to wait and check all that out. Of course, this show is currently scheduled to run through March 24th, and it is the first Broadway revival of the George Firth and Stephen Sondheim musical that opened originally in 1981. This one is directed by Maria Friedman and choreographed by Tim Jackson and is led by a trio of absolute stars with Jonathan Groff playing Franklin Shepard, Lindsay Mendez playing Mary Flynn, and Daniel Radcliffe playing Charlie Kringus. Also in the cast is the always wonderful Crystal Joy Brown, Katie Rose Clark, Reg Rogers, and more. I did see this one at New York Theatre Workshop off-Broadway, and I could not be more excited to be able to check it out on Broadway once again. But that is not the only thing happening on Tuesday night, because down at Classic Stage Company, we are getting the first preview performance of I Can Get It For You Wholesale. The show features a book by Jerome Weidman, music and lyrics by Harold Rome, and a revised book by Jerome Weidman's son, John Weidman. It is directed by Trip Coleman. It is currently scheduled to run through December 3rd, but all of these late fall CSC shows tend to have lots of built-in extensions, so I would not be surprised if this ends up running through the end of December, if not into January as well. An absolutely incredible cast of people lead this production, including Adam Chandler Barat, Eddie Cooper, Santino Fontana, Adam Gruper, Greg Hildreth, Rebecca Naomi Jones, Judy Kuhn, and more. Also happening on Tuesday, the new play Sabbath's Theater, which is adapted from the novel of the same name by Philip Roth, officially against performances from the new group. It is a 
play written by Ariel Levy and John Turturro and directed by Joe Bonney. John Turturro is one of the members of this incredibly talented cast that also features Jason Kravitz, Elizabeth Marvel, and Ariel Levy. The show is currently scheduled to run, like I can get it for you wholesale, through December 3rd, but I am sure that there are potential, if not already pretty much guaranteed, extensions built into this one as well. But wait, there's more. There is one more pretty big name show that'll begin performances off-Broadway on Tuesday, October 10th, and this is Poor Yellow Rednecks. It is coming to us from the Manhattan Theater Club. It is going to be off-Broadway at New York City Center. The playwright is Kwai Nguyen and is directed by May Andralis. This is one that was originally supposed to play, I believe, if I'm not screwing up these dates a little bit uh, because everything has kind of run together, uh, was, was on the schedule for 20... 20 2021 obviously that did not happen and it is finally getting its opportunity to play off broadway now moving over to wednesday october 11th the new play marry me will begin performances at the new york theater workshop it is by hansel young and directed by lee silverman the show is currently scheduled to run through november 19th New York Theatre Workshop calls Marry Me an intoxicating queer cocktail of restoration comedy and the Greeks served with a heavy garnish of ridiculous. Here's one that's it's a little complicated, but the Refuge plays from New York Theatre Workshop and um, Roundabout Theatre Company has its new quasi opening night on the 11th as well. It was originally scheduled to open on October 4th, and they still did all of their all of their opening night pomp and circumstances on October 4th. But if you remember early in the run, it had to postpone a couple performances because of illness in the cast. So their official opening night is the 11th, even though they had all of the ceremonies on the previously announced opening night of October 4th. So you will start to see reviews for that on Wednesday as well. That play is by Nathan Allen Davis and is directed by Patricia McGregor. So a very big night for New York Theatre Workshop, one in their own theater and one at the Roundabout Theatre Company's off-Broadway space. We have two other shows on Broadway having pretty big days this week. On Thursday, October 12th at the James Earl Jones Theatre is the show that I saw on Sunday when I got here, Gutenberg the Musical. It is directed by Alex Timbers and features a book, music, and lyrics by Scott Brown and Anthony King. This, of course, is a two-person show that stars the great Josh Gad and Andrew Rannells reuniting officially on a Broadway stage for the first time since Book of Mormon. No comments for me on this uh, at this point, obviously, but if you've watched any of their press materials for this, you'll know what you're getting yourself into for sure. Then on Friday, October 13th at the American Airlines Theater, the new play from the Roundabout Theater Company, I Need That, will begin performances. This one is written by Teresa Rebeck, features original music by Fitz Patton, and is directed by, my favorite name in theater, Moritz von Stupenagel. Of course, if you like hearing conversations about Teresa Rebeck, go back and listen to my special episode that aired on Monday, where I talk with Andrea Sagowski, who is one of the stars of Teresa Rebeck's Dig, which was recently extended off-Broadway. The cast for I Need That features Danny DeVito, his daughter Lucy DeVito making her Broadway debut, and Ray Anthony Thomas. Now, real quick, I, I have not done this. Normally I do this ahead of time and I just have not had an opportunity to do it because things have been so busy, but I want to run through what my schedule is like while I'm in town. I obviously saw Gutenberg and Little Shop on Sunday. I'm going to see Six for the eighth time on Monday night. Then I'm going to run from there over to Theater 555 to see Alive! Exclamation point, the zombie musical. Then on Tuesday night, I'm seeing Mary Louie Roll Along, like I mentioned earlier. Wednesday matinee, I'm going to see Pearly Victorious. Then on Wednesday night, I'm going to see Here We Are at the Shed. 
Thursday afternoon, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna sneak in a matinee of A Beautiful Noise on that random Thursday. Probably wouldn't have seen it on Broadway at all if it wasn't for that random time, so good for you, Ken Davenport. Then on Thursday night, I'm heading out to the Paper Mill Playhouse to see the first preview performance of The Great Gatsby, assuming I don't get lost on my way to Melbourne, New Jersey. Then on Friday, there's a matinee of Bite Me from the WP Theater. I love a great Friday 1 p.m. matinee, so I'm gonna see that. And then as I mentioned, I'm seeing I can get it for you wholesale on Friday night. So hear about all of those things in uh, Patreon on my travelogue episodes at the mezzanine tier and above. All right, real quick, I wanna run through some news. Again, there wasn't a ton of news because of the quasi-holiday that we had on Monday, but it was announced that original Phantom of the Opera star Sarah Brightman will play Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard in Australia. The show will begin performances in Melbourne in May next year at the Princess Theatre, followed by a run at the Sydney Opera House in August. Coming up today, October 10th in New York City, there will be an industry reading of the new play Locker Room Talk by Megan Kennedy. It'll be directed by Jesse Nelson, who wrote the book for Waitress. And it'll feature Nelson's Waitress co-writer Sarah Bareilles, Sarita Chaudhry, Paige Gilbert, Tony winner Donna Murphy, Tony winner Bonnie Milligan, Gail Rankin, Havana Rose Liu, Cecily Strong, and Charlotte Surak. Locker Room Talk brings together a diverse group of women in a gym's locker room. It is an intimate exploration of how women communicate with each other. And according to press notes, the play sheds light on, quote, all the insecurities and issues around their bodies, all the impossible standards they have been taught to hold themselves to, and all the walls they put up because of them. Really wish I would have gotten an invite to that because I would kill to see that cast do anything. Even if it's not a musical, just seeing all those people together would be amazing. Also, late last week, we got news that a phenomenal team of creators have gotten together to work on a new musical called Five Notes. Music icon Gloria Estefan and her daughter Emily Estefan will write the music for a new original musical that'll feature a book by playwright Karen Zacharias. The show boasts a star-studded creative team, including director Michael Greif, music director Alex Lacamoire, and others. The show is based on an award-winning documentary, Landfill Harmonic, that celebrates the power of music, resilience, and community. And finally, I want to wrap up with a feel-good recommendation. Last week, we got a little bit of like a teaser for the UK production of, of Stephen Sondheim, Old Friends, which is currently running at the Gilgood Theater. And now we have audio of the great Leia Salonga singing Everything's Coming Up Roses from Gypsy. She recently appeared on The Michael Ball Show. Of course, Michael Ball, a West End star in his own, the original Marius on Broadway, most recently has played Sweeney Todd, and he's done and he's done Hairspray in London as well. The last thing he did was Aspects of Love, maybe. So they had a great conversation, and she performed the song uh, as part of the interview. So you can check that out in the show notes. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio, and you can follow me pretty much anywhere at Matt. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. Don't forget, if you want to hear all about my trip, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.